It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. It is another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. We have some great guests that stop in from time to time. And I got to say that one of the thrills in this past year has been being part of the compilation Voices, Words of Wisdom, Inspiration, Courage, and Soul. And I've invited a number of those authors to join me on this podcast. Today, we're very blessed to be speaking to Jennifer Chapman, who, yes, is in Voices, She is a published author, a licensed coach with Just Commit Coaching, and she's passionate about working and supporting others globally who want to break through life's challenges. And let's face it, we all have challenges at some point in our lives, right? She currently lives in Indianapolis, Indiana with her husband and her chocolate lab, Serena. Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Carl. I've been looking forward to having this chat with you. The first thing I have to ask you is, tell me about Serena. Can I please? How much time do we have? Okay. (laughs) She's your fur baby, right? 100%. My husband and I decided, you know, no kids for us early on in our relationship, but I've always been a dog person, always had one growing up. And for some reason, when he and I got together, I just always had envisioned having a chocolate lab. And so one year for Christmas, he gifted me this beautiful creature that has been in our lives now for nine years. We rescued her from a lab organization here and she is indeed our child. And it's just having that unconditional love from this pup. And she's so much fun. You know, she keeps us active. She's just the light of our lives. I will tell you. So let me ask you this then, Jennifer, who runs the household? Do you even have to ask? Is that Serena? (laughs) And I tell you how much she like, my husband was like, not a dog person, never had a dog, was very hesitant on getting a dog had all these rules when we brought her home and she broke all of them within like the first 48 hours. And now she owns him. So she's in charge. 110%. (laughs) Yeah. It's being okay. I have a Beagle Coonhound, Loki, and I'll tell you, he's in charge. I don't know how I was dethroned from having any say in what goes on in my household, but somehow when Loki came into our family and I wouldn't have it any other way, by the way, but that totally changed. But I am so thrilled you're joining me today. And thanks for sharing a little bit about Serena. She sounds phenomenal. Named after not Serena Ryder, Serena Williams, right? That's right. Serena Williams in my eyes is the best female athlete of all time. And I grew up playing tennis and she was who I, you know, looked up to and just cheered on every step of the way. I think she's like the ultimate female badass. I love it. We're going to be talking a little bit today about victor versus victim mindset, but we're also going to be talking about your chapter in Voices. And by the way, congratulations on being a published author. Thank you very much. (laughs) This has been a great journey, and I'm so glad that we've been on this journey together. Tell me a little bit about your chapter and how that came to be. I knew I had a story to tell. It's been quite the page turner, if you will, in my life, being 39 years old now. And have really gone through the roller coaster ride of ups and downs and the mental and emotional effects that life-changing events can have in my life. And I just thought, what a better way than to get it out to as many people as I can in hopes that now that I'm a certified life coach, we can talk more about how I came to be, but that I can help others that have gone through similar experiences that I have already gone through and what I did to get to where I am. And they are ready to get to, you know, what's meant for them still if they're ready to to see it and want it. 
And I think one of the nice things about that chapter and, you know, the 16 of us each come from a different perspective, but we all have been in that place where, you know, we can say we were a victim or we've overcome some type of adversity, but there was a journey that we had to go through to get there. And I like how Carol pulled out for some of it, it was more work for her, I think, to pull out those stories and really bring about more in-depth soul searching or a deeper version of the story. But I'm certainly glad that she helped us do that. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Obviously, with this being my first time writing a chapter, let alone maybe one day a book, but I had submitted my first draft and she called me and she was like, okay, you've told your story. Now we need to feel it. And I was like, ooh, you know, and it makes you go back to those times in your life where you maybe haven't felt those emotions in a long time. You know, a big turning point in my life was at age 11 when I lost my mom so suddenly. And obviously have had lots of moments and years and times to feel and be completely emotional about it. And just, you know, but I haven't done that in a few years in that light. So to go back to reliving those hours and days, she definitely pulled something extra out of me while writing this chapter for sure. A great experience all around. As I said, I'm so glad that we're on that journey together, both, you know, sharing through the pages. I want to talk about this victor versus victim mindset, because that's where you spend a lot of your time helping people is really navigating through that. And I would love to say, as a matter of fact, I'm just going to come out and say that some of the greatest discussion we had was before I hit record. (laughs) So let's try and replicate that because it was a great discussion that, you know, in life, we have a choice. We can look at things that have happened in our lives and say, I've learned from that and it's time to move on and grow. Or we can look at it and say, yep, the world's done me a whole lot of no good and my life sucks. That's kind of what we're talking about is that you have a choice of being the victor over the victim. Would you agree on that? Oh my gosh, 100%. And I came to really realizing that when, you know, I've had lots of virtual conversations over these last couple of years as I create my coaching business and connect with other coaches and entrepreneurs and things. And more than once, someone will unintentionally call me a stroke victim. And I cringe. I really struggle to relate to that word. I mean, to even resonate with that. A couple of years ago is when I was really like, you're only a victim if you choose to be one in your own life story. I've never chosen that. So I I think that's the big message that I now want to get out there as a coach and as a speaker is that mindset is truly everything. This is being recorded in early 2022, January, actually very early 2022. And we can certainly look at it and say, okay, there's been a lot of curveballs thrown in this last 20 to 24 months. And I think we're seeing results of those that have sort of dealt with the curveball that's been thrown to them. Or here's another analogy. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. You don't make apple pie, you make lemonade. For some people, they've tried to keep making apple pie, even though they've been given lemons. Right. And what happens is you don't get the same results. I will add to that. I think just from coaching training and certifications that I've been through and the program that I want to help my clients through is like a lot of these patterns and behaviors that you do now were taught those at such a young age. Maybe you don't even know any different, right? You've never been taught to like pivot or go a different direction. You just continue to do what you do because that's how you've always done it. 
And that's how you've always seen it done. And it doesn't have to work for you anymore. And it maybe isn't working for you anymore. And you need that nudge or that guide or that person to kind of help you take that first step in a new direction. So let's talk about the work that you do, because I think that it's been obviously the making of your journey, but I think it's the making of a lot of, for lack of a better expression, a lot of great platform presentations or keynotes, signatures, or inspirational talks, because it is so very important. So let's talk about the work that you do and how you empower people to make the right choice, victor or victim. What do you do? Yeah. Thank you for asking. You know, I just know what my coach did for me when I needed somebody in an extremely vulnerable time for me. And she just helped me find who I'm meant to be now, this new and improved version of me after, you know, suffering a life-changing stroke four and a half years ago. So I just found my purpose and what has happened for me. And I think that's the key. And what I want to help others do is again, not find those excuses, but then knowing like what's happened in your life, all of that is happening for a reason. And once you find out what that is, you can then move forward. I've never honestly really liked the phrase of moving on from something. And there's a really powerful TED talk and I can picture her face and I can't remember her name where she talks about that, where someone had told her like move on after she had suffered lots of tragic events in a short amount of time. And she's like, no, I've just learned how to move forward with this grief, with this trauma, with this you know, challenge. And I think that's what I've done. I want to applaud myself for and be proud of myself for and want to now help others see that they're capable of being able to do that too. And I think a big piece of that as a coach is literally just simply holding a safe space for them to be able to figure it out. You know, a lot of people, not only do they go through these struggles and challenges, but maybe don't have the right support system in their life, you know, may have struggles at home, not a supportive spouse, a distant family, or maybe they do have that. Like I had that, but I still knew I needed and wanted more, which is why I hired my coach. So I want to be that coach for people to really feel safe, to kind of be seen, be heard and feel valued. And I'm so glad that you're doing that and helping people in that area, because I think there are so many people that need that encouragement, that need that handholding, or that need somebody in their corner to say, there's a better way I'm going to help you. You still have to do the work because the coach doesn't do the work for you. You still have to do the work, but I can show you how to do it. And one of the things that I just wanted to touch on too, is when we talk about victim versus victor mentality and being in that headspace or that mindset is, you know, there's not so many years ago, you mentioned your experience going through a stroke four years ago. There's probably a time in history where if you went through a stroke, it would probably have adverse effects to where it is today. I can remember even 25, 30 years ago, if you knew someone that had a heart attack, for example, the following words would be something like, so-and-so had a heart attack. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Now it's, oh my goodness, so-and-so had a heart attack. Oh yeah? Oh, how are they doing? So it's totally different. And that's part of the, you know, thanks to medical advances and such, but it's also thanks to the fact that we can recognize that it's not just the situation. It's the fact that, oh my goodness, there is something, there is the other side. They've gone through it. And like you said, they've not gone beyond it, but they've gone through it. Absolutely. I'm thankful that I've been through what I've been through because I truly think that it helped me these last couple of years from a mindset and perspective versus as I'm sure you can see so many people that are massively struggling right now with the trickle down effect of COVID, let alone if you or someone, you know, been affected by it physically, but just 
how many, you know, industries and people have been affected on so many different levels of COVID. And yeah, it's obviously had its challenges, but I believe my husband and I have just handled it really, really well. But I think it's because I've already been through like a hell of a ride to get here. So I didn't look at it as such this massive, destructive pandemic. I'm aware that it is that, but it's like, what did you do during these last few years? Did you let it, uh, you know? victimize you and make you feel like you're stuck and you have nowhere to go. And what am I going to do? And what was me? Or were you able to like pivot and take a different job opportunity or create a new business? Like a lot of us probably did and know that the only thing that's going to stop you is you period. By the way, uh, Jennifer Chapman is my guest today. And we're talking about, you know, Victor versus victim mindset. One of the things that I went through and you just mentioned it actually was not only a definite pivot in career and in job, but also, you know, going from that being a part-time business to a full-time business and leaving a J-O-B behind that I loved so dearly. And there have been so many opportunities that have been created. There's been so much money made. And I don't mean, you know, in a vile or vicious or vindictive way. I mean, people that have shifted and pivoted only to find out their true purpose and that's brought them the monetary gain or the results that they've been looking for for all their lives from a business perspective as a result of the pandemic. So we can look at it and say, okay, we're all victims or we can look at it and say, oh my goodness, there's a learning, there's a shifting, there's a growth that's happened as a result of that. One of the things I wanted to ask you is what can you say to people or what are some simple things without giving away your best material, obviously, but what are some simple things that you can share with people who are maybe you know, listening to this today going, okay, yes, I know that I've got a story in me somewhere and it's going to get on a platform eventually, but right now I just need to help get out of the rut that I'm in. What are some things that you can pass along that can give people hope, I guess, or help them move forward? I love that question because there are some simple things to do and, you know, some of it may not be easy. Like you said, you have to want to do the work to kind of figure out what that is going to be, but really taking some time by yourself, whatever that is to really like process what fills you up, what fills your internal cup up. And if it's full of something that doesn't feel right, doesn't look right, doesn't sound right, doesn't seem right, knowing how to pour that out and then being able to fill it up with what's going to provide you that fuel and that drive to not only improve who you are, but improve it on every level. And then to be able to take that external, right. And be able to present your best self, your best version to everyone around you, your kids, your partner, your family, your friends, it's probably the next level of self-care, but really like, who are you at your soul and who are you truly meant to become? Would you say that to go along with that? It's also, you know, a little bit of, or adding to that, you know, the attitude of gratitude, you know, being able to accept what's happened, but also say, you know, I'm very grateful to be in the place I'm at and, you know, being able to build beyond that. That is like the most simple yet the most powerful shift you can create within your mind. And that is definitely something I adapted when I was working with my coach about a year and a half after my stroke is starting to gratitude journal and really stopping at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, when you wake up and think about those small moments that bring you joy that make you smile that maybe before you took for granted 
and just didn't think about as part of your daily routine to have that conversation with a friend or your husband or to go for that walk or get your exercise in or to enjoy your cup of coffee and not do it as a check the box item, but really take in those small moments because man, those are the big moments in life. Really. Some phenomenal ones too. And some great discussion that we've had today. Oh my goodness. What would you like to pass on to people? Is there a good way for them to get a hold of you or what would you like to pass on to them that can help them start to either work with you or transform their lives? Yeah. Thanks, Carl. I appreciate that. I appreciate the time today. Yeah. I would love to hear from you. You know, I offer complimentary clarity sessions. So it's definitely just that call to have with one another to meet that person and to learn more about their story and where they are and where they want to go and who they want to be. And can I be that coach to help them get there? And if not, I want to be able to recognize that too, right? We may not be that proper fit, but the question is like, what if you don't do anything? What if you stay exactly where you are? You know, what's the risk of reaching out to someone? I want to see if I'm not someone for you. And so feel free to email me, jennifer at justcommitcoaching.com. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So there's just lots of professionals out there that I've met through my 16 year sales career. And even now, so like I said, everybody's going through something. So I find a lot of value on LinkedIn and lots of great discussions on there. And then Instagram at just commit coaching. And we'll make sure all those links are also in the show notes. So the Instagram link, LinkedIn, the link to the website, and also your email address for people to get a hold of you directly, if that's the best way to do that. Jennifer, it's been a fantastic discussion today, but before I let you go, I'm going to give you the final thought. Mm. Do not let life's circumstances control you. You have the ability and capability to control them and become a victor in your own story. That would be my thought for anybody out there. Do not let you know that life struggle challenge control who you are truly still meant to become. Jennifer Chapman. This has been a great discussion. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thanks so much, Carl. And remember, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. Speaking.